Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Welcome back to the First Off In My Opinion podcast. You know how we do Tom Yo, what's up, my good people? What's up, my good people? It's your boy, Tom Swoop, and we are live. This is First Off, in my opinion. We're about to get this thing popping tonight. How was y'all's holiday, man? I really enjoyed myself. I hope y'all enjoyed yourself, too. But tonight, we're talking about dating applications. Woo! We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Dating applications. Drop anything you got in the comments tonight and we're gonna get this thing popping, but I wanna do a couple little housekeeping things. So if you're watching on Facebook right now, share the post to whatever friends, hit them up in their inbox, let us know we're going live. They can join the conversation at any time. For all my people who are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, thumbs up, bell notifications and all that jazz so we can keep this thing growing. And uh, we're gonna get into uh, the topic tonight, dating applications. The good, the bad, the ugly. What are you doing wrong? What do you need to do better? Why your profile sucks? Why aren't you getting the results that you need to get? All of that. We're going to get into that tonight. So drop it in the comments if you got questions and or concerns. And we're going to get this thing popping. So, man, let me tell you all about these dating applications. So a lot of y'all don't know my backstory. My backstory was I went from being in a committed loving growing marriage for 13 years and then i went out into the wilderness <laughs> which is life as a single man which is woo it is a very treacherous and dangerous place and i'm going to get into some different things tonight that's going to illustrate how dangerous it can be for someone as at the time, I was extremely green, extremely green. Um, and it's a lot of people who are transitioning out of long-term relationships and they start in a date and it can be difficult. It can be really difficult. If you ain't, if you've been in a long-term committed relationship, you know, for a couple years and, or even a marriage for some, any, any amount of time, it can be extremely difficult to just get back out here and start dating again um to in the in in this day and age because especially if it's been like over 10 years because just five years ago the whole game changed then 10 years ago the whole game changed so if you it's been it's been been five or ten years you really learning how to walk all over again so i'm gonna get into some stuff tonight hopefully it'll shed some light share this with i know everybody watching this has a friend a homie a homegirl, sis whatever share this episode with them because it's going to be some some topics and some stuff that i really feel like will help um you know a few people so let's get into you know i, I always gotta do my statistics my statistics so look so these are your top um applications um, number one being Tinder, number two being Bumble, uh, three, OkCupid, uh, four, Match.com, five, Facebook, six, Grinder. I've never even. And then seven, eHarmony, and then eight, Coffee Meets Bagel. Never heard of that. <laughs> I got a comment already. I'd rather die than date. Listen, 
we've got to do things differently. People, if you want to get some different results, you have to join the party. You just can't sit around on the sidelines hoping for things to change and you're not doing anything or you're trying to be the same in a world that is spinning with you in it. So you're going to have to do some things differently. If you want some different results or you just got to accept what you end up getting. Uh, so, and so I want to go over this list real quick. So, so Tinder, Okay, so me personally, I feel like these apps are culturally biased, for one. You know what I'm saying? Some of these apps just aren't for me. So, you know, whether they're too young, whether, you know, the demographic don't line up, whether, you know, I'm not seeing that the algorithm is working in my in my behalf. So some of these apps aren't. So I'm going to get into my stuff. I'm, I'm going to go over this real quick, but I'm going to get into my stuff in just a few seconds. So like Tinder... You know, I always thought Tinder and when I was doing the research, Tinder is more of a hookup app. Like let's hook up today type thing more so than, oh, let's try to build a relationship. So I don't know if I don't know if that's for everybody. Now, Bumble, I've used Bumble myself personally. I actually like Bumble because Bumble. Yes, that is a true comment. Justin Sims. Most of these companies are owned by the same parent company. So, and it's happened over and over again. So it's like, as soon as the app becomes super popular, it gets bought by another company. So even some of the like black people meet BLK, those are all owned by parent companies. And I believe like it's either whoever owns match.com or Tinder owns them all pretty much. But I do, I do feel like they still allow certain creative control within the app because it really just doesn't change overnight. Um, but back to Bumble, like I like Bumble of, out of all these apps here on this list besides Facebook. And the reason Facebook gets slept on is because people be thinking, oh, I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Any of my Facebook profile people to be seeing my dating profile, but Facebook actually has a feature that allows you not to match with anybody on your list or anybody closely connected to anybody on your list. So you, you know, you can actually meet some people you don't know. So a lot of people don't know that. So Facebook, I really feel like is the most powerful app, but if you watched, like I did an episode maybe last year on Facebook dating. So Facebook dating is probably the most powerful, intuitive because Facebook knows everything about you. So if Facebook really wanted to use 100% power of their app to find you, your ideal mate, they have the technological advantage to do it, but they don't because it's just like with anything. There's no, <laughs> there's no money in the cure. So, Single people are on their phones way more than people in relationships, unless they're in a relationship trying to get out of a relationship. And we all know who you are, sir and ma'am. So Facebook has no advantage to getting people into solid relationships, but I do notice that their algorithm is probably the best, but that's my opinion. So let's go here. Now, these are my top three dating apps for somebody, you know, I can only talk to speak to my own self. So, you know, for, for me, BLK is probably, I find more of what I like on BLK, 
Um, I like the functionality of Bumble. So I like the fact that women have to make the first step on Bumble. So it's like you can like a profile, but that woman actually has to like you and send you a message first. Look, people already in my inbox shoot me messages like, oh, hold on. I got something I want to say. Leave it in the comments. We'll get into it. Yeah, I like BOK. That's probably my, my favorite. Bumble, the functionality. I love that one on top. Now, I got black people meet on here. Now, don't get me wrong. Black people meet ain't nothing but like a senior citizen hookup at this point. It used to be like that place, but now it ain't nothing but like old people on there. But I will say if you really trying to, I guess, have some conversation, have some connections with some older people, you want to use BLK. Um, but at that, once again, these are my opinions. Now the ones, like I tell you, the ones don't use man, that plenty of fish. Listen, that is the projects for real. That is the hood. That is, and, and if you from this area, that is the joy park of dating apps. Like it, it's terrible to me. Like there's nothing but trash on there. Um, plenty of fish is horrible. Grinder straight hookup app. I don't even know how they get away with it. Like literally some of the profiles be like, just, Hey, hook me, hook me up tonight. Now I'm being funny with Christian mingle, but the reason I say Christian mingle is cause ain't nobody on there. Christian really ain't nobody. It'd be the most aggressive women in the world on there. Women be like, you know, I, I got a pot of greens going tonight. You can see what's popping over here. So listen, I'm listen. I'm trying to tell you, Listen, a POF is terrible. POF is the, the equivalent of a staph infection of a dating app. It's terrible. I don't, this is another thing. I don't really like, I don't really like the apps that are free. Like free apps, it's pretty much you get what you pay for. So if it's free, you're only going to get certain, you know what I'm saying? You're only going to get so far with a free app. Now, see, I like apps where you have to actually pay. You actually have to fill your profile out. You actually have to do some things. Now, them apps that just, you know what I'm saying? It just, it's trash. If it's free, it's trash to me. I ain't got nothing for it. I, ain't, I can't do nothing with it. So listen, online dating appears to be the practical way to date for most people. According to a study, roughly 60% of participants have had positive experience with dating platforms. Meeting online has become the most popular way U.S. couples connect. Stanford psychologist finds matchmaking is now done primarily by algorithms, according to research from Stanford um, psychologist Michael Rosenfeld. His new study shows that most heterosexual couples meet today online. Now, the reason this is so this is so powerful. The reason this is so powerful is because I still see so many people who don't want to do the online thing. Don't want to do the dating app thing, but they somehow feel like they're just going to bump into somebody. The, the problem with that is the logic is wrong because it's like at a certain point, you know what I'm saying? You, you put yourself in a loop where you go to work, you come home, you may go grocery shopping. You might go out once, maybe twice a month. That's not enough. 
especially if you live in a closed loop cycle, small town type thing, you're not meeting enough people to, to give yourself a fair chance. You're literally meeting maybe one or two new people every other month. So therefore it, it gives you, you know, you'd be like, well, there's nothing out there. It's trash. Oh, he dated my best friend. Oh, she, she used to date my cousin in college. That's because you're in a closed loop. You have to get outside of the closed loop. So the only way you're really going to get outside of the closed loop besides, you know, traveling outside of your area, you should be traveling 25 to 35 miles, at least outside of your area to meet somebody new that you're not connected to. So if you, if you can get outside of your loop, you have a better chance of meeting people. And I read the reason I say that is because most people are just lazy. They're not going to do that on a consistent basis. So this is where the dating applications and all that stuff come into play because you're able to create these connections and connect with these people who aren't in your loop. Now the quality of these connections is what usually drives people away from them because you do have to vet these connections. A lot of people give up way too much information way too soon. Um, they fall for whatever snake charmer that, you know, is on the other line. You still got to do the work. It's still not a layup. You still need to talk to that person. You need to ascertain what type of character that person has, what type of integrity that person has. You need to do the work. You just can't, oh, he had pretty pictures. Look at his abs. Oh, we got gray sweatpants on. Boom. That's me, sis. No, you can't do that. You actually have to talk to that person. Can they, do they have a conversation? Can they conversate? Um, do they talk about what they do for a living? Are they passionate about what they do for a living? How do they treat others? What was the health of their last relationship? Ask some questions that actually matter. Get some answers that you actually need. Don't just, you know, fall into, you know, this whole fluff of a conversation. And next thing you know, and Oh, this is another thing. I'm not big. And this is just my opinion. I'm not big on meeting somebody for the first time and taking them out for dinner. Dinner to me is way too intimate. Like I really feel like that first encounter need to be at a public place. Um, it need to be casual and it need to be people around. So whether, you know, meeting your, your girlfriends for lunch or something like that, and maybe you have a drink at the bar with a guy, or, you know, breakfast, uh, coffee, somewhere, no pressure, just casual. Let's just, you know, get this together. Don't be going all out and getting all cute and doing all this stuff and going out to dinner. Dinner, dinner means something to some people. You know, that's intimate. It's a bigger financial requirement. It's you making it more serious than what it got to be. Keep it, keep it light. Keep it light. Keep it, keep it regular panties. You know what I'm saying? Don't, if you putting on some sexy panties to go on a date, you did too much. You should put on them, them Wednesday panties. You watch law and order too. Them the ones that you should have on for real. So here, let me get into this other little thing. All right. So how many relationships does the average person have? The study also revealed that men have six relationships, two of which will last more than a year while women have five men and women both face getting cheated on or once in their quest to find the one. Um, but the average adult will also be the cheater on at least one occasion during their dating time. So 
So when I when I pull that up, I say, damage people, damage people. So nine times out of ten, when you're talking to somebody, they're either probably coming out of a relationship or going into, you know, or in between, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be, it's not always clear cut. It's not always, boom, I'm single, you're single. What I tend to find out, you usually have people who single, who having sex with somebody, who looking for a relationship, but they got a sexual partner. Or, I, that's why I say, is you single, single, because double single mean you're not, you're not messing with nobody. You really just out here looking. So you got to ask all the right questions. And these, this study right here saying that, you know, in our lifetimes, we're going to have five or six serious relationships. And for men, these relationships don't last a year. And for women, you know, women could be the cheater or the not cheater. I mean, that go both ways. Everybody, anybody can be the cheater. No, but but what's so crazy is nobody really wants to get cheated on. But then, like the study says, everybody's going to be the cheater at least once. That's a that's an interesting little tidbit. Everybody's going to be the cheater at least once, but nobody wants to get cheated on. Think about that. Relationships are fluid. Look at her eyes coming in with some some jargon. Look, let me, all right. So now from a man's point of view here, let me, let me put myself back up on the screen real quick. Cause I'm about to get into something that's going to be highly controversial to my females who are 10, who are on tonight. And my people who are watching on YouTube or on Facebook live, I mean, are listening, sorry, on the podcast, you're not going to be able to see what I put on the screen next. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to illustrate just one screen, just one screen. I'm going to illustrate why, and this is just from a man's point of view, why your dating profile from a woman's point of view sucks. It, it just absolutely sucks. And this is when I, I'm going to put some stuff on the screen. I'm going to put it up there. And I just need y'all to stick with me. Y'all going to agree with me. Y'all may not agree with me, but I need for y'all to at least look at what I'm This is just an example. This is literally an example. I pulled this from my own dating profile. This is just an example. I pulled this from my own dating profile. Just rock with me real quick because I, I need for y'all to understand why we have a problem with how you present information. Okay. And this is, this is, and I don't see enough. And I see women do this on Facebook all the time. And I never see women check other women about it. And so it makes it acceptable. And then y'all wonder why y'all don't get the right response from us. And I'm just going to give you a little insight tonight, how we feel about the things that you guys put on your profile. This is just a, a me and you conversation. So I'm gonna put this on the screen. But I had to break it down. I had to give you some context for what I'm about to do. Okay. All right. So, as we can see, Teresa here is 40 years old. Look at the filter that she is using on her picture. Look at the filter. This is a common thing we have to deal with as men. 
We hate it. We detest it. It is horrible. You scroll to the next set of pictures, which is her. She looks different in all of these pictures, all of them. But we're supposed to take you serious when you post things like this. And this is what I'm saying. This, this makes no sense. And I see this all the time. No one wants to date a cartoon character. No one wants to be bamboozled. Nobody wants to get to the place and I meet you and you look like Marvin Hagler. Like, I don't want to even waste my time doing that. Put a realistic picture on your profile, please. Cut it out with all these filters and bunny ears and, and hearts. This is trash to us. Trash. Now here, let's scroll over here to Jan. Jan is 36. Jan is 175 miles away from me. She's into teaching and a graduate of the University of Michigan. Now Jan's profile says, no hookups, please. Hashtag gross. I'm in grad school. I enjoy piano, artists, working out. She's into MMA, gaming, and traveling. But I can't even see Jan's face on her profile because she wants me to look at her ass. But I'm supposed to not look at her ass and think this is a hookup. Because Jan's ass, as you can see, is tooted and booted. This is what I'm telling you, ladies. This is what we're tired of. We're tired of this. We're tired of your behavior, your immature behavior. Look at me while I talk to you. Stop it. Stop it. If you listen, if you want somebody to come over your house and tenderize your loins, just say that. Don't be saying one thing, showing us another thing. You on there with your, your boobs out. You got on some, some little panties and you talk about some, take me serious. I don't have time to play with games and I, I want a serious monogamous relationship, but you on there half naked in a, in a Victoria's secret ad. Come on, fam. I'm just saying, get it together, get it together. We don't like it. We don't like autumn filter. Never once have I never in the history of niggadom. Has a man ever come up to me, man, you see that filter she had on her picture? Man, <laughs> never. Another thing. Never, ever has a man ever, those nose rings, no one's ever said, oh my gosh, man, she's sexy as hell. You see that nose ring on there? How big it was? Like, oh man, I could hook my Jeep up to that. No, no. Stop, stop, stop. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving y'all, I'm just giving, telling y'all the truth. The y'all's that y'all's dating profiles be confusing and irritating. It'd be like, you will see a chick. It should be like, she'd be like master's degree. I'm educated, high earner, this, this, and the third. But then she got her ass tooted all the way up. Which one are you, sis? Are you the master's degree? Or 
um, what what you call it from the movie? You know, the stripper. I don't know. Is you auditioning for P Valley? Like, what are you doing on here? We need to have a conversation, a sit down. I how am I pushing it? I'm not, I'm, when I tell you all this, this stuff is serious. This stuff is serious. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, look at this. Like I, what I have had, I have been sitting in the barbershop and dudes be like, man, look at this right here. Look, look at it. You know, that's what we see. Look at, I could go through my, I wish I could hook my phone up. I probably could. And I can go through my Facebook stories. It looks like showtime after dark. Like my Facebook stories look like showtime after dark. For real, it's for real. And, and what I'm saying is when you put so much sexual energy out there into the world, you can't get mad when it comes back to you. You can't get mad. You can't be the person putting sexual energy out in the world and then get mad. You get a dick pic. You, you deserve that. You, you earned that. You went above and beyond and you were rewarded with a dick pic. You can't do that. You can't do both. You can't be out here and I get it. And the thing is, I get it. I get it. You trying to be sexy for whatever reason, but you really thinking in your head, I really want this one person to see this. Or I really want the, this type of guy to see this, but the whole world see it. Your whole friends will see it. Everybody you connected to see it. So therefore it's like you put it out to the world to get an individual response that's backwards and it's not going to work. You have to, you have to look at what you're doing. You have to step back, step outside of yourself and see, okay, why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? What is the ideal outcome for me doing this? It's you're putting too much out there for the world to look at. And then you're, you're worried about the, the people being judgmental or that, that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me. That's just like the person who puts all their personal information all over their Facebook wall and then get mad that people in a business that, that, that doesn't compute. What's private needs to stay private. What's, what's, behind closed doors needs to stay behind closed doors. You can't have both. You can't say, Oh, I'm going to give the world all of this, but I don't want the world to say anything about this. It's the accountability of your actions. I mean, Hey, I'm, I'm just talking. Y'all just listening. Y'all can jump in here. I think, I think this might be a, a show to, to go ahead and throw on my, um, Give me a caller on here. Should I put it up? Hold on. Let me see what Dana said. Let me see. Now, listen. Now, you do have guys who send random pieces of meat illustrated in photography form. But... I feel like they don't do that to women who they don't feel like they can do that too. I don't like, I've never seen like sister. So-and-so first pew getting dick pics 
from random dudes. Typically, the chicks who get dick pics is the ch- the chicks who put in a little bit out there to sort of, and this is just a this is just my personal opinion that are putting a little bit more extra out there. So I could be wrong, and I'm not. And this isn't an absolute or over generalization, but I don't think like everybody's getting dick pics. Like dick pics are really going to dick pic receivers, if that makes any sense. I mean, Erica, if you've been getting dick pics, just say that. (laughs) Just say that. Hold on. Let me see. Men put all their business success monetarily on the world wide web and get upset when women come across as gold diggers. If that's what you put out, that's what you listen. I agree. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Anybody who puts any information out there and then it's perceived a certain way or misconstrued a certain way, you have to deal with the fallout from that. The accountability of what you put out there is yours at the end of the day. So I totally agree with that. I mean, there's going to be some people who do some weird stuff. Hold on. I used to get them daily, but you definitely got to adjust the image you put out there. That's fair. That's fair. That And that's all I'm saying. Like, if you got a good time girl vibe, like if you putting out there a good time girl energy, you're going to get, you're going to get that. You're going to get that. If you putting that that energy out there, like I like to have fun, I hang out, you know, my body is, you know, visual, my body, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you put sexual energy out there, it doesn't matter how little bit or how much it's going to come back in some form or fashion. It may not be a dick pic. It might be an aggressive text message. It might be. And the thing is, the logic behind it is a lot of women like to be approached that way. Not all women are offended by dick pics. That's what y'all always got to remember. It's some woman who was sitting there all day. I wish this nigga would send me a dick pic. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody sitting there waiting for that. I did. I did a survey last year and it was like, would you be offended if a person you were interested in sent you a dick pic? It was like 85% said no. So I I say that to say if a person you didn't, you know, wasn't interested in sent you one, he wouldn't be out of line because only thing that's stopping you is that you wasn't interested in him. So I say all that to say it's not, it's, it's becoming so common. It's not offensive. And I think once you say like, once somebody sends you one and you be like, Hey, I ain't on that. Um, you know what I'm saying? I got a priest tomorrow. I'm going to have to, you know, block you. That's fine. Now, if they keep coming, that's wrong. You know, block them, get them out of here. But some women like to get talked to crazy. Some women like to be, you, come on, man. Y'all know what y'all do when the lights come out. Some of y'all chicks be like wanting to get, beat me up, choke me, pull my hair, grab my ass, break my leg while you doing it. Hold me like this. Charlie horse me, nigga. Charlie horse me. 
Come on, fam. Y'all know what y'all be on. Come on. Come on. But listen, but what I'm saying is that initial, that initial comment, you know, they don't know. They don't know that initial, that initial, all right, let me, let me see. Let me, let me, um, let me, let me let her know what I'm working with. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me show her this little hook. You know what I'm saying? And then you send it and then she'd be like, oh, so what you doing later? You see what I'm saying? It go both ways or she could be offended. Like, oh my dude, I couldn't believe you would do that to me. What's she say? I'm a make love type of female. Mm. Mm. We're going to have to do some research on that one. Mm. <laughs> Hold on. Sometimes we, can, we can't be sexy without a man assuming it's sexual energy. Come on, man. It's Courtney. Come on, Courtney. Now, I, I do admit... Women should be able to operate in their own sexuality and sexual energy without it being perceived a certain way. But the thing is, is when you put it on social media, you're leaving the opinion of the viewer to their own creative vices. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get sexy and put on some negligee and you walk around your house feeling sexy, that's dope. But the trick is once you, once you post that on social media, once you do that, you invite whatever comes because nobody made you do it. You chose to do it. So once you, once you make that turn, that's on you and whatever comes to it, whatever comes from it. So, Hey, if you want to feel sexy and walk around the house and it's a negligees and, and you know, have your nipples out drinking white wine, that's fine. But like I said, once you post it, once you post it, the, the accountability at what happens, that's on you as well. It's true. Everybody, everybody perceives these things differently. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be careful about what you actually put out there. You can't just put anything out there and then ex not expect, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the repercussions of your actions, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like right now, if, if like, now there's some women on here right now who could be like, go on Facebook and just put like, Oh, I'm hungry. I wish somebody would bring me a piece of chicken. And it's going to be some dude who's going to inbox you and be like, what you like, crunchy or spicy? Now, it may not be the dude you want to bring you some chicken, but once you made that post and that comment, you left it up for anybody to respond. And that's what that's what I'm saying. And I, and I use that as a generalization because it's like, a lot of people are doing this and it's in all forms of fashion. It's relationships, it's business, it's, it's everything. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody will ask some advice on something and they'll get mad when somebody gives them some feedback or whatever. You put it on there. You ask for it. Like it's, a, I got a group for podcasting and I'll go in there. Like I'll put my show on there. I'll be like, Hey, what y'all think about this episode? 
And, you know, some people just be straight haters. They'd be like, oh, but I, I just take it all in because I put it in the group for feedback. I can't complain. I can't. Hold on. I'm missing some. Um, I'll be missing the comments. I'll be talking. Hold on. Listen, I, what you listen, Dana, I know people right now. I know people right now who can go out Monday through Sunday with a different dude, buying them food, door dashing them food. It's people who do that. So there it's, it's real. It's real. And I get you saying, Oh, that's thirsty, whatever it happens It's going on right now. It's probably some people watching the show right now who eating some food that they got from a nigga that they posted on Facebook. Oh, I was hungry. I wanted, I wanted some Brazilian catfish and that nigga then brought it. What'd she say? <laughs> Feel me. I ain't too proud to accept no eight pack of wings. <laughs> <laughs> man listen y'all i don't know we we gotta i mean but but dana ask me this question you go on plenty of dates and you can get your own food at what point do you feel like oh i wish he would let me cook for him i wish he would let me you know send him some food what i wish you would you know what i'm saying what point were, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, some people are givers by nature. So they just want to do things for people. So it's not the fact that they getting abused. Some people that's they, they natural element. So it's not that they getting like handled. The truest statement all night. We know exactly what we doing, men and women both. That that's the the truest statement all night long. Everybody know what they doing. You could be out here thirst trapping men and females. All of it. The problem is it's it's how we be selective with the accountability of our actions. So it's like we we put certain stuff out there in the world and then we don't want, we don't want to deal with the repercussions of that. No, I don't want to talk about that. That never happened. No, I don't even know that nigga. Y'all got kids together. Nope. No, we don't. Nope. Never, never. You know how many women who be like, <clears throat> I'd be like, Hey, you know, so-and-so. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know him. And I'd be like, Oh, okay, cool. He going to be at the spot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, hold on. No, nah, we used to mess around. That's when the whole story come out. They be like, cause they don't be want they don't want to claim this nigga. I don't, <laughs> don't want to claim him. Like that was a that was a skip. Let me get a redo. That never happened. Look, everybody make mistakes. Everybody be with somebody that they they not you know ideally proud of. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's how we deal with the accountability of our actions. We got to still be adults at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So it happened. That person exists. It's it's part of your lineage or whatever. Niggas be y'all be trying to hit delete, 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 shift, F4, delete. You can't do that with people. You can't. 
Unless you go move to Alaska and change your name to Upapa. Stay in an igloo 24-7. I don't know nobody from Ohio. None. All I know is Umbapa. So, look. I'm about to get off tonight. Those who know where I'm about to go, meet me there. <laughs> but, hey, I want to thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Once again, this is First Off In My Opinion with Tom Swoop. Like I said at the end of every episode, God puts everything you want right outside of your reach, and it's up to you to reach out and get it. So until next week, I'll see you again. Once again, I'm out.